Mark Alex on SAFM, quick, quick baby. Uh, welcome to the show if you've just joined us. You're with SAFM Sport Tracks. Not good if you're a Sharks fan. Sharks were doing so well. It was 26 all at halftime. British and Irish Lions must have got a bit of the hairdryer treatment at halftime because now it's 66 points to 31 to the British and Irish Lions. 66-31, British and Irish Lions, 40 points to 5 in the second half. It's turned around a little bit, but that's okay. It's okay, I'll survive. Uh, British Irish Lions 66, Sharks 31. And in the cricket, England against Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan 116 for the loss of six. Has that moved on? Oh, is there rain? No, there's not. There's been some, uh, there have been some sixes that have been smashed by who's hit all of these? Um, Hassan has scored three sixes. He's got three sixes, a four, and then three sixes in a row. Hassan has moved up to 29, Hassan Ali. 29 of just 14 balls. Saeed Shaquille's on 33. Pakistan, 148 for seven. They need 248, and they're in the 30th over. Exactly 100 runs needed in 17 overs. I'll do the maths quickly. 5.88 runs and over. Let's move on to our next guest, another Olympian. Love talking to Olympians. Uh, new, And it's, it's different this time. Skateboarder. Uh, Brandon... Brandon, you're going to have to say your surname for me. Um, my surname is Brandon Valjalo. Valjalo, all right. Because I was, I was going to make a nice Spanish one, like Valjalo. Yeah, so normally um, most people don't pronounce the J, and they would in competitions, especially in American competitions, always pronounce my surname Valhalo. Exactly. Valhalo, like yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, Brendan, we spoke before, and there were a number of things that we spoke about at the time, but an Olympic Games, congratulations. Uh, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the support. Uh, skateboarding, brand new to the Olympic Games. How do you win at skateboarding? Okay, so pretty much going out into the competition, there's a course that's been built for all the skateboarders. It's been built symmetrical for all skateboarders to have equal opportunity, depending on which stance they skate. Um, when referring to stance, that means you could either be left foot forward, which means you skate regular, or you could be right foot forward, which means you skate goofy. And basically how it's going to work is that there's a panel of judges that are going to be judging the skaters on different aspects. Um, one of them being trick difficulty, the other one being style, the other one being use of the course, and as well, um, I think it's execution of your tricks as well. So mm. those are the different things that the judges are looking for, and they score you out of 10, um, which is really cool as well. It's kind of got a gymnastics kind of aspect to it, but we're doing it on a skateboard, which makes it a little bit more risky. Okay, so it, it's artistic as well. I mean, when you watch skateboarders, it, it, there's the death-defying acts that you see on the halfpipe, but you're doing, uh, I guess it's what's it called, street skating. It's quite artistic, isn't it? Exactly. So street skateboarding, I'd say it's a little bit more technical than death-defying, mm -hmm. um, but the Tokyo course has been built to be extremely gnarly, and it's going to be probably the biggest and the, the most gnarly course that we've ever seen in competitive skateboarding before. Um, which is pretty exciting, and I feel like it's going to take the the level of the sport to the next height. Um, mm. And I believe, yeah, it's it's a really exciting time for skateboarding and where the sport's going to grow too. I guess it's like all these minor sports. Obviously, you guys have had the X Games, and the X Games is huge across the world. But to get to get average Joe who's going to watch the Olympics, I guess it's like gymnastics or diving. You only really see it at the Olympic Games, so it can only raise awareness. 
100%. I feel like skateboarding definitely has great spectator value in which I guess the ordinary Joe that's going to be watching is going to be really entertained by the tricks and the level of difficulty. He might not understand the technicalities mm. of it, um, but I feel like they're going to be entertained whether the tricks are executed or whether we fall on our tricks. I feel like skateboarding has great spectator value all around. And what's nice about the sport, uh, Brandon, is that anybody can do it. You can go and buy a skateboard and go do it tomorrow. 100%. So I feel like a lot of people think it is extremely easy, but it takes a lot of hard work, dedication. Um, your body is always at risk of small minor injuries. Sometimes it could be a hectic injury. Um, but other than that, I feel like anybody could pick up a skateboard. It's a cheaper sport um, compared to other sports as well. So I feel like it's easy to get into. Um, but for most people, it's hard to stick around because obviously oh, yeah. the constant progress of the sport makes it a little bit difficult. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. In no way am I implying that anybody can do what you guys are doing. I mean that you can go and buy a skateboard pretty cheaply compared to golf or cycling or uh, maybe athletics is pretty cheap, but you have to get onto the track. So it's it's a lovely sp- – but but you have to go to a track. You need to you know be able to run on a track. It's difficult to get there, whereas a skateboard, I can go into my backyard and I can give it a go. 100%. Especially even for me growing up, my younger days, I pretty much just skated outside on the streets at my house. Um, and slowly but surely, I started getting some obstacles from my parents for birthday presents. And they would give me a rail or they would give me a little bench that I could use to grind. So that's pretty much where it all started. And for me, being at that young age, I wasn't able to drive or get anywhere to a skate park. So I pretty much just made the best of my surroundings, went mm. into abandoned building sites as well in the state and would just go find different things to practice my tricks on. Let's talk about the Olympic Games. Obviously, it's new. The guys you're going to be competing against, have you competed against them for years and years on the skateboarding circuit around the world? Yes, 100%. So it's pretty exciting time because a lot of people that have qualified in the top 20 in street skateboarding, um, majority of them are my really close friends that I have traveled the world with and skated against and competed with them and also been good friends with them for about five or six years now so it's been a pretty exciting time and to see all of us go into the olympic games together i feel like it's going to be more of a jam session with your friends but a little (laughs) bit more serious this time so that's how we're going into the competition a lot more training is going into um all of the things behind the scenes and pretty much now it's just to make it happen on the day what clothing do you normally wear and what's it going to be like pulling on a, a south african jersey Okay, so normally we would wear, I would say, more baggy pants, which give us more room for flexibility in our legs when we're obviously bending down to pop our tricks. Um, Any kind of fabric T-shirts, I would say that's pretty comfortable as well. Um, Socks, a little bit thick layered socks, just to make sure that the impact on our feet also feels good. Um, But putting on the South African jersey and going to the Olympic Games, it's honestly, it's a dream come true to be able to go out there and represent my country and also my people, my friends, my family, and all mm. the people that support me. Um, and also the honor of just being able to put that badge on my chest and go out there, feel like it's going to be nothing short of a dream come true. Uh, technically, are you a Proteus skater? I guess you are, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could refer to it as that. My mom has been saying <laughs> to me, congratulations, my boy, you're officially a Springbok. But I think it's, <laughs> no. a, Proteus. it's a Proteus badge <laughs> on my chest. It's not a Springbok. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. So what are you doing differently for the games? And we'll talk about what it's like to be preparing for the games. How are you training differently compared to what you would normally do? Okay, so after, I guess, um, the World Championships in Rome, I went through to Barcelona with uh, two of the best skateboarders that are my friends that didn't unfortunately qualify, but they were on the bridge or just about to qualify, but they were just short of it. Um, and they went with me every single day and we trained at one of the best skate parks in Barcelona. So I had a solid facility for three and a half weeks to train on. And every single day I went out there, I focused more on stretching and pretty much just making sure that I did everything I could to avoid the injuries. And then going into skateboarding, I, I started working smarter, not harder. Um, whereas before I used to skate for between five to eight hours every single day and then take one or two days off a week, depending on how my body felt. Um, but this time it was more intense training, and I would say it was about an hour and 15 minutes maximum that we were skating every single day, but at the hardest level that we could. And, um, yeah, I feel like it was working smarter than harder, um, which was also good because my body was feeling great for the next day to also go back and um, pretty much train. Um, after our sessions, it was pretty much focused on relaxing, in between going to the gym um, and then we would go to the gym and we would work out for about another hour and a half which would be both basically mostly around mobility and also abs and core strength that we were working on mm. um, and then afterwards we would go to the spa at the gym and pretty much work on recovery so getting myself into that routine for the past three and a half weeks and then coming back to South Africa just before we depart I've pretty much had to take everything I've learned and been shown from my close friends in uh, Barcelona and having them around me to pretty much push my level of skateboarding as well and keep me motivated and, I guess, feed off each other's energy and take it back to South Africa where nobody else would be around me. I have to be in isolation for two mm. weeks before the Olympics. Um, I do have a skate park in my backyard, which is a blessing. And pretty much I've just been taking everything I've been taught in Barcelona from my friends and pretty much training and doing the exact same thing in South Africa as if they were with me still. Um, so pretty much the past two months of preparation have gone really well. I've been working really hard, and I'm pretty excited to go out there and show the world what South Africa has to offer on the international stage. My question, next question was going to be how you're struggling with the COVIDs. No fans at the Olympic Games. That's what they've made. But how, besides, is it just home, eat, home, eat, try and avoid anybody before you get on that plane? 100%. So pretty much for us at this point in time, um, it's self-isolating for two weeks before we leave. Um, I am leaving on the 17th of July, so that means from the 3rd of July, I've been in isolation and at home, um, minimizing as much social interaction as possible um, to avoid catching the virus, because if you do catch it in time, um, unfortunately, the Olympic dream would be over. Um, and then in terms of not having a crowd or any fans or spectators there, it's a very sad time um, for us, because obviously we like to feed off of the crowd's energy and also put on a great show for the crowd mm. um, that is there. But I feel like it's still a blessing to be able to go to Tokyo, to be able to represent my country. And I feel like still the billions of people that are going to be watching on their TVs, um, that, that kind of spirit and that energy will be felt while we're on the course doing our thing in any case. The one thing I'm amazed about, and it's a bit like sprinting, I guess, where they only really work for 10 seconds. You have two 45-second runs. That's it. Is that right? 
hundred percent. So in those 45 <laughs> seconds, we're supposed to try fit in as many tricks as possible while also looking at the use of the park and also the technicalities. Um, it doesn't feel like a long time at all when you're on the course. It goes like this. Literally in the blink of an eye, you feel like your run's over. Um, but all the hours of hard work and all the hours of training have gone pretty much to the point where we're training to do a 45-second line in any case and try to fit in as many tricks as possible. So I feel like it's uh, nothing short of what we used to. Um, but 45 seconds in that huge skate park, um, it's going to be interesting to see how I can form and pretty much put together my line that I've envisioned and I've looked at the skate park and I've been practicing. And let's see if it all comes together in 45 seconds mm. for me. Actually, not even right. let's see. It's definitely going to come together. Going to happen, yeah. What, exactly. what, do, you have, do, you, <laughs> do you have metal ambitions, uh, Brandon Valjalo? I mean, to be honest, everybody that's going to the Olympic Games, I feel like we're going there to win. And if you're not going in there with that mindset and that mentality, then you probably shouldn't be there. Um, but to be honest with you, at the end of the day, what I'm going there to do is not put too much pressure on myself. I've been working with sports psychologists as well that have told me that that should not be the only thing that I'm looking forward to, but it should be more based around my performance. And I want to go there. I want to do my best. I want to show the world what, uh, what talent South Africa has to offer on the international stage, as I said before. And pretty much just enjoy the whole experience, you know, and just go out there. And I think with that kind of enjoyment and with me going there and putting all my hard work to play in the moments that matter most, um, there could definitely be a day for me that I could get a medal. Mm. How disappointed are you, if at all, that you're not going to be able to experience the whole Olympic village, the socializing, the getting out, maybe experiencing Tokyo? Um, so I have been to Tokyo before, which is um, it's one of the most okay. amazing cities that I've visited. Um, so I'm not too worried about that and going out and seeing more of Tokyo because I have seen it before, which is a blessing. Um, skateboarding has taken me all around the world, and it's pretty much helped me um, experience a lot of things that people my age haven't. Um, but in terms of, I guess, the Olympic Village and like feeling the whole entire Olympic spirit, um, it's going to be sad, but I'm just pretty excited to get out there and go do what I'm supposed to do, and that is do mm. my tricks, you know, and pretty much go there and try my best and do my best and try to bring back a medal for my country. Uh, and then for the rest of the year, what are the plans for Brandon? Okay, so for me, to be honest, at this point in time, I'm not thinking about anything after Tokyo. Um, the thing is, my life at this point in time is going to end after um, I drop in. And then when my 45 seconds are over, you know, I'm putting it all out there. I'm going to go there, try my best and give it my all. I don't want to come back with any regrets. So at this point in time, I'm not too worried about what has to come after Tokyo. But I know a lot of doors of opportunity will come for me. Um, but for right now, my sights are set on Tokyo. Brandon Valjalo, good luck to you. And we really look forward to seeing you represent South Africa at the first skateboarding Olympic Games competition. Cool. Thank you, John. Thank you guys so much for having me. South African athlete, skater, Brandon Valjalo, representing South Africa for the first time at the Tokyo Games. Skateboarding! It's an Olympic sport. You too can do it. Get in there. If Brandon can do it, you can do it as well. What's stopping you? How much is a skateboard these days? Should we do a quick search? Uh, let's make some really... Let's make some really exciting radio while, while we're waiting. I know we've got music to play, but I want to know, oh wait, skateboard, skateboard price. How much is a skateboard these days? 
Uh, oh, we're going to take a quick ad break. So while we take a quick ad break, I'm going to go and find out how much a skateboard costs. <laughs> 